Start the recording in three, two, one. Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon. Kind of did that backwards, but that's all right. Wherever you are, thank you for tuning in to the Driving My Mind podcast. This is your lovely host, Derek, and I'm here to introduce to you episode four. And you've probably already read the title, or I'm hoping you've already read the title. But if you haven't, let me just go ahead and give you this story. So, my bestie, Yanni, known each other since high school. We're still in contact today, but, you know, he's a family man, wife. You know, I'm the single guy, and, uh, you know, the the babes don't let want their man to hang around with me anymore because I'm corrupt corrupt them and corrupt their husband's thinking, right? But anyways, so he is a high school band director. And in college, you know, he, we all had our parents hand-me-downs, right? And he had a like 1996 Nissan Quest silver, you know, minivan, right? The bed on wheels, as he used to tell the ladies. And (laughs) that thing, it was kind of cool. It had the TV in the back, which for 1996 was actually pretty phenomenal. But this guy definitely didn't know anything about cars. He didn't care whatsoever about what he drove. It was, you know, it was practical, right? Get from point A to point B. And so (laughs) he had his Nissan Quest. And it was a complete hoopty S box. The transmission would like jerk anytime it went from second gear. And the way like the mounts, the, the motor mounts and the transmission mounts and the control arms were so beat up, all the bushings were just completely broken off their rubber. Anytime it shifted into second gear, the actual whole car would jerk to the left. Right. So anytime you knew that you were getting ready to shift the car, you had to like let off the gas, let the car jerk itself, like kind of like rock back and forth. Right. The motor and the transmission shifting before you put your foot on the gas just to keep it going steady. I mean, this thing was terrible. It needed so much work. Timing belt snapping off in the middle of the freeway. I kid you not. And I guess it wasn't a non it was a non-interference motor. Got it back up running after like a five six hundred dollar job, dude. This thing, it was a trooper. It was a uh, it was everything that Yanni needed and and nothing that uh, he didn't. We used to make fun of the van. We would um we went to like AutoZone and bought like those turbo signs and four by four signs and and we used to we we literally spent our college money right. Uh, we used to we we uh we would put. We put it on the back of his car, and it was like a turbo Nissan Quest 4x4. What? And so some of his uh, his friends, right, his music department friends, you know, the 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 bippity-boppity-hoopity-hoppity of the, um, the music world, they would go to his van and be like, what in the world, a turbo minivan? Like, even they knew that, and it was just, it was just the pun of the joke, right? And so <laughs> they used to call him Turbo just because of that little stupid Turbo sign we put on the Nissan Quest. It was hilarious. But let me lead you with this. He always had the best Michelin tires on that van. He would drop $1,200 on Michelins for this 1996 
Nissan Quest. His dad, who also doesn't know anything about cars, he was a sports guy, but even his dad would make sure that his son was on the best possible tire compound Costco, right? I get my tires at Costco, but any tire compound you can get, it had to be Michelin. And so that is where I want to lead this episode into the most critical and overlooked part of your ride are your tires. And people, especially in the car community, especially with some of these tuner guys and and the hashtag broke boys, the people that I see at these meets, as much as I'm looking at their wheels, I look to see what tires they have. I kid you not, because it's a it's something that I feel is always critically overlooked. Why are you rocking on your $3,500 wheels the, the, the Nankang special, right? You know, the, the $400 tires on your Workmeister S1s. Why on earth are you doing that? And I'm going to talk more about that later in the podcast, but I wanted to just break down this episode as to why the most overlooked and critical part of your car are your tires. And even if my bestie Yanni with his 96 Nissan Quest could rock $1,200 Michelins on his van, knows that, hey, the only contact between your ride and the ground are your tires or the rubber that you're putting on. So be prepared to really hear about me, not not guilt shaming you, fat shaming you, doing all that stuff, but really I want you to consider in your life and in your ride, are you putting your hard-earned dollars not only into modifications, into wheels, into horsepower performance, but are you looking at the one thing that actually touches the ground, your tires. Hey, a cold air intake's all fine and dandy. Sounds amazing, but it doesn't help you if your car can't scooch and move on the road. So let's go ahead and dive into um, tires. So <laughs> let's start with, I'm getting my notes right here. Uh, let's go ahead and start with those uh, cheap tire brands, right? We're talking about Riken. We're talking about Delante, Delante, I don't know, Federal. I'm guilty. I had Federals on my 240. But then again, who 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 didn't have Federal 595s on their 240SX, right? Um, Nexon and the Nankangs, right? And, you know, at the end of the day, especially in, in the United States, we're lucky enough you know, to have, I guess, a, a, a federal branch in the Department of Transportation, make sure that these cheap tires that we do have actually have some sensibility in terms of like, are they safe for me to drive? If I have my six month old in the back with a 400, no, $800 Recaro baby seat, are my tires going to give up on me and just blow out at 75 miles per hour? Which, by the way, I had happened to me with my daily on Michelins. Thankfully, everything was okay. But, you know, like the federal government gives standards to these tire manufacturers. So even if you say, hey, man, the Delante special is the best I can get, then 
you have the reassurance of knowing that they've met minimum safety standards, right? So, you know, at the end of the day, you're you're not going to be unsafe driving around in, in, you know, the Nankang specials. But at the same time, you know, are you really considering, like, especially if you're more of a performance-oriented a driver like what what are the things you're sacrificing because you went for the special you know the cheap tires the federal 595s which on the 240 you know who cares i was just out doing donuts or or trying to slide my car around i knew i was going to tear up and and destroy these tires anyways but I, i'm worried about those that are you know really truly into track driving or into the autocross and again like are you ensuring that you are maximizing the performance out of your car with the Nankang special, right? Which undoubtedly you aren't, right? I mean, at the end of the day, these econ- economical branded tires, they're they're meant to just be black round rubber, right? I like that saying. I saw that online when I was doing some of my research. They are black round rubber. They are meant to get you from point A to point B with, you know, with materials that are meeting minimal standards and are trying to get, uh, uh, you know, value for dollar. Right. And if honestly, if you're just going to and from work, 15 mile commute, that might be enough for you, but you shouldn't have that on your, you know, 97 EK hatchback that, that is like with a Mugen body kit, right? The, the, the worst thing that could happen and then you ruin your your body kit that's been discontinued for you know twenty five years. Um, so you have that reassurance that they're they're safe tires, but are you willing to to roll the dice on that? I don't I don't know, man. That's that's not me. Again, you're sacrificing cornering, you know, road feel, even your speed rating, right? Um, <clears throat> simply to get you know maybe maybe i gotta get these tires to last me another year or hey man i just got my wheels and i just need to fit some random tires on them again to me it really really breaks my heart when i see that and i just know that for those that have an amazing ride and perhaps those that actually use their ride for the track for the autocross maybe even the drag strip the 1320 just really really consider like if you have that cheap economy tire are you doing yourself a favor you know if you're just in the 240sx doing donuts i totally get it i have it i have cheap tires on on my uh 240 right now like there's like some random no name like america tire brand um but again, that, that car also just sits in the garage. The rubber is going to just wear out naturally throughout old age, right? So those are your economic branded tires. Moving on to your like mid-tier tires. You're talking about your Toyo tires, right? You're talking about your Falcons, your Nito tires. And honestly, they offer, you know, for the budget-minded that are willing to maybe stretch a little bit more, they're going to maybe perhaps offer that that higher speed rating or, you know, they are usually owned by the high-end manufacturers. So a lot of the technology will trickle down into those other uh, tire brands and they perhaps won't be just made in China in some random McRandom factory. 
I mean, granted, maybe they're made in the Philippines. I don't know if that's much better or not, but um, you're looking at the better material. You're looking at better wear ratings. Um, you know, maybe they're going to actually last you the, the three years instead of the one year. Um, and perhaps they may even specialize um, in a specific performance rating. You know, maybe they are rated for uh, higher uh, tread wear, right? Or maybe they're perhaps meant for... Um, a cat scratching on my leg. <laughs> it's funny. Sorry, I might be pushing pushing them off from time to time. Um, they may be rated for, you know, like the Toyo Open Countries, right? Um, maybe they're kind of meant as an all-terrain tire that's, you know, more budget-friendly. And and I've run into this, especially with my, my daily, my Nissan Frontier, where they have kind of like a, a weird tire size. And so I have Michelin. Michelin still makes the size, but then the other brand is uh, the Toyo Open Countries for it. It's like super hard to find the OEM tire size, but Toyo took it up and uh, thank God Michelin does. But if Michelin were to end up stop making them, then I can go to these mid-tier brands and, and feel comfortable and reassured that, uh, you know, they're still uh, uh, trustworthy and that I'm going to get some performance out of it. Um, Yokohamas. I loved the Yokohamas that uh, the AVS one, uh, AVS uh, 100s. I think uh, I had those on my 240, and when I went to my first drift event, you know, just trying to slide the car around and do dumb stuff, and um, they were fantastic tire. Like you know, they would chunk a little bit, so like I would be mid corner in a slide, and then I I would start to like all of a sudden lose it, and it was just like it got really hot or like a chunk. I don't know. That's what I kind of felt like. It felt chunky at times where the traction was, un, was too uneven for me being able to control a slide. But then again, I wasn't a good driver to begin with at all, but uh, you know, I had no problems with those Yokohamas. Um, and so I really would recommend like if you can stretch your budget and try out some of these different tire brands, you'd probably be pleasantly surprised with just even the way they ride. You know, it's like putting on new shoes, right? I can go get shoes at Walmart and Target and be probably okay, but, uh, you know, I wouldn't trust them to to wear all day at work, you know? I wouldn't trust them to, um, you know, go out to the gym every single day, right? So, uh but if but if I were to get my shoes from you know an outlet or get my shoes from uh, uh, like a DSW uh, you know with some with some outlet styled Nikes or something well hey hey at least I'm getting a, a quality made brand that that had some sense of uh, engineering into it so definitely mid tier I would not have a problem seeing people with the Falcons or the Toyos. Um, Lastly, of course, we're going to go into our high end, the Michelins, the Pirellis, the Bridgestones, the BF Goodridge. And again, you understand automatically that you're getting premier technology. You're getting the tires that are actually the manufacturers actually reach out to these tire manufacturers and say, hey, I am creating and building this car. I want you to create a tire specifically and only for this car and we want to take our drivers and we want to test it at the the Nürburgring or a Suzuka circuit 
And they would literally, the man, the tire manufacturers will literally build a tire to match the exact specifications that the engineers at Toyota or GM want for their car. That's why sometimes on these super high-end cars, you can only get tires from one manufacturer because it literally is that one tire engineered for that one vehicle, which I, I, I freaking adore and I fall in love with. Um, even the the LC five hundred, the 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 Bridgestone run flats that it has, I mean they're they're kind of crappy. I'm not gonna lie, but they were specifically designed for the LC five hundred, and um, you'll see on on the pattern, uh, and I've mentioned this in my uh, my long form interview with myself because I'm still waiting for one of you guys to come and do a long form interview with me, but it would say like I forgot Bridgestone R. 001s and then it would have an L after the one and that de- that designation was specifically made for Lexus and if you notice around the Bridgestone it has the little L pattern that you see you know from the head from the tail lights and from the, the the dashboard it has the little L kind of apex and so that's the only reason why I actually think that tire is really cool is because hey Lexus reached out to Bridgestone and say and said, make me this tire for this car and gave them the specifications and they approved it. So I think that that's so freaking awesome, um, you know, and at the end of the day, just like Yanni, you know, this is the only thing touching the road. Why don't you get some good tires? And I agree. I agree with Mr. Yanni, both Mr. Yanni and my bestie Yanni. Let's go into those pros and cons, though, to, to wrap things up. Um, you know, what what should I get, you're asking yourself. And at the, at the end of the day, you, you got two extremes, right? I already mentioned before the $3,500, you know, Workmeister S1s on the Nankang specials. And then you got these other cats, which... I mean, is super cool and is getting a lot of clout on YouTube and 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 whatever these kids follow and watch now. But it's like you'll see these these uh, Mickey Thompsons and and uh, wrapped around these weld rims. That I mean, dude, I, I joke in my YouTube videos, dude. These these wheels and tire packages are are cost more than my freaking mortgage. You know, like, dude, are you seriously dropping? you know, $7,500 on a wheel and tire package and, and knowing that these tires will have to be replaced within a year, year and a half. Like, it's just like mind boggling to me to know that after I'm done with these tires to replace them is going to be another three grand. And a lot of these cats, they're just like, oh, forget it, man. I'm just going to, I'm going to sell the car. I'm going to get rid of the, the, the wheels and tires separately and all that. And I just think to myself, man, just for one year of, you know, trying to pick up women, which they're probably way more successful than I am, right? <laughs> but trying to pick up women on, on your wheels and tires and 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 dropping seventy five hundred dollars, it just it's crazy to me. But I will add this, but they're putting these fat Mickey Thompsons and welds on their their car because they want traction. You know, they put it on their Supra, they put it on their um GTR, they put it on their Camaro ZL1, and guess what? Their car probably extremely benefits from it. And 
that cost them a pretty penny. <laughs> and I hope they get a lot of women and a lot of clout for it. But you have those two opposite ends of the spectrum. And you say to yourself, well, I'm a common man. I subscribe to your right and I, and I know how much he appreciates the common man. So, so where do I find my balance, especially at the autocross, right? You know, one, one or two track sessions and you already have to replace your tires or there goes $1,200, $1,500, which by the way, and this could be another topic is the true cost of being an automotive enthusiast. I, I totally get it. And I know that there are some really good options with Hankook and Kumho that are fantastic tires for the autocross. They're kind of those mid-tier tires that are specifically designed for, you know, slow cornering capabilities and uh, good tread wear, right? That's fantastic. Maybe you start there or, you know, it's your daily you just need long tread wear and a comfortable ride. You don't need, you're not going to be, you know, twist, uh, tearing up the twisties and, and, and Mount Fuji and all this crazy nonsense, right? But hey, if I can get my tires to last four or five years, especially in this heat where I'm located, dude, fantastic, right? Um, or like I said, maybe you are that canyon carver, that weekend warrior. Look at on my S2000, I have the RE71Rs which are a ridiculously sticky tire, amazing tire, confidence-inspiring tire. They were not cheap. Granted, I got them at Costco, though. Shout out Costco. But they've, they've lasted forever. They're very um, good in, in the Ortegas, in the mountains. And it's made me made me trust the car, which is known to snap oversteer. And I will literally be dead on the Ortegas. And I mean, that would kind of be a cool way to go out, but <laughs> I don't want to die yet if, if you don't mind. Right. And I would probably be dead with some federal five, nine fives versus my Bridgestone RE 71 R's. So if you can spring forward and get, you know, get, you get what you pay for at the end of the day. And if you can spring forward towards that more premium tire, I say, go for it. But decide exactly what you're going to be using that tire for. Just know, though, too, like going back to the, the $7,500 Mickey Thompson's wrapped around weld uh, wheels, those sticky tires chew up your paint. You know, they're going to chew up your wrap. They're going to chew up your paint. Dude, my Bridgestone RE71Rs chewed up a little bit of the paint on the S2000 just because they're so sticky and they pick up all kinds of rocks your fender liner is going to get beat up and if you're missing a fender liner oh my god it's going to sound like you're you're getting sandblasted with all these rocks and and think about like uh if you're on the cheap end of the spectrum these delantes and these nankangs you hit one of these crazy potholes or they're resurfacing some of the streets by where i'm i'm at at work you know you know how like a chunk of the road is actually missing right and like you go from road 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 to like a huge chunk, dude, is that tire going to stay, uh, 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 is going to last that, you know, doing that over and over and over again. And you, there goes your $3,500 wheels. I don't know, man. I, I, I told you I had a blowout, literally a blowout. I, I think it was my fault. I think the tire had a, um, a nail or, or it was losing air. Um, and I didn't catch it in time. And so I'm going 75 miles per hour down the freeway trying to head to a taco shop. Dos Portrillos, I think. <laughs> and uh, um, 
dude, it blew out right on me, right on the left lane, the fast lane too. And I was like, oh my God, what the heck? I bought Michelin, so I wouldn't have to deal with this nonsense. But alas, like, you know, it happens, especially if it's a daily. And I don't know if it was a rear tire blowout, right? So I could have easily have fishtailed or gotten into some serious trouble, but I had quality tires. And and I think, honestly, that, that saved me. So to wrap it up, I would recommend... What is your car? What is your build? What is the purpose? And match your tire for that purpose. Street performance, hey, you might be able to get by with a Kumho. If you're a show car, um, as much as I hate the Nanking specials, maybe that is all you need. If you're just going from <laughs> lethal culture on Thursdays to local car scene on Sundays, hey, maybe that's all you need. But, uh, you know, when I see these beautiful wheels, these $5,000 wheels, these TE37 discontinued, blah, blah, blah. And I see some wrapped around nonsense on them. I, I am judging you. I may not say it in my video, but I am judging you. But what do you guys think? Am I just overblowing this tire nonsense? Um, let me check my phone if there's anything else I wanted to say. You know, like, uh, am I am I blowing out of proportion this uh you know, get what you pay for aspect when it comes to tires. I'll tell you this, tires are way different from 20 years ago than they are now. I mean, some of the technology has just evolved to where it is just like, I can't believe that that there's a tire even on my car. My coworker, she just got um, the Bridgestone Quiet Tracks, uh, Quiet Trek tires. Um, and I mean, that thing is like on her Mercedes uh, C-Class. And it's just like, that thing is just, it's whisper quiet. I kid you not. It's like we're already in a Mercedes. You can't, it's a very well isolated cabin. And then these tires, she went away from the run flats and got the quiet treks. Oh my God. It's like, wow. Like now I can really enjoy your uh, Burmeister sound system in your <laughs> Mercedes, right? It's, it's, it's phenomenal the way the technology has come. Um, you know, they got the tires that emphasize good gas mileage. If you have a hybrid option, these Ecopias, right? Bridgestone Ecopias or these uh, these Michelin energy savers. Fantastic option. And it literally will give you two or three extra miles per gallon because the compound's, uh, you know, low rolling resistance, harder um, tire compound, good tread wear, everything. But you will be sacrificing traction right so it's all a balancing act and i really truly hope you look into your tires you, you find the best deal i'm a costco guy but you may do shopping or you may know a guy um either way really really think about your tires and what you're putting on your ride because i want it to look good and i want you to be safe at the end of the day thank you guys so much for listening thank you guys for tuning in i really appreciate your time Stay driven, stay positive, keep driving your mind, and we'll catch you guys in the next one. See ya.